Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, June 22nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. India's prime minister is in Washington today, and U.S. regulators are cracking down on Amazon. Plus, Italy is trying to protect one of its companies from Chinese influence. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi is on a trip to the U.S. this week. He kicked it off on Tuesday, schmoozing with tech leaders like Elon Musk, and today he's addressing Congress. John Reed is the FT's South Asia bureau chief, and he says Modi's visit comes at a time when relations between India and the U.S. are at a high point. I think there is a meeting of minds, and this comes from both sides, that India and the U.S. can be partners in Uh, standing up as democratic counterweights to China. And I think we'll see a lot of activity in this visit around areas where um, the two countries have been drawing closer together. And these include um, technology, critical technologies like semiconductors and AI. This includes defense, where India is trying to reduce its reliance on Russian armaments and equipment. And John says Modi could sign some industry-related deals as a result of the trip. There may be something around cooperation on semiconductors, on microchips. There's also likely to be a deal with General Electric to make jet engines uh, locally in India. Now, this is something that India really wants. Uh, It it wants to boost um, jobs in manufacturing generally. So making engines in India will allow India to retool its current fleet of aircraft and begin retiring more of the Russian jets that currently dominate its fleet. It's a really important market, and the U.S. sees it, I think, as a critical partner in standing up to China. John Reed is the FT's South Asia Bureau Chief. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission is suing Amazon over its Prime service. Prime is a paid subscription. It costs $139 a year here in the U.S., and it gives members access to certain benefits not available to other customers. Think free same-day delivery. The FTC is accusing Amazon of signing customers up for a Prime subscription without their consent, and the watchdog said Amazon made it harder for customers to unsubscribe. The FT's U.S. legal and enforcement correspondent, Stefania Palma, joins me now. Hey, Stefania. Hi, Mark. So what does the FTC want out of this lawsuit? So I think we have to wait for the whole thing to play out in court. But what the FTC is seeking are monetary penalties, as well as an injunctive relief to basically stop Amazon from what the FTC described as continuing to to harm users. And has Amazon responded to the allegations? So uh, Amazon has put out a statement saying that the FTC's accusations were false on the facts and the law. Uh, They claim that it is very sort of clear and simple to to cancel Prime membership. And also they pointed out that they were not notified by the FTC uh, of the lawsuit before the announcement. But you could, you know, arguably say that Amazon would have known that the FTC was looking into this matter since in the complaint, the FTC is saying that Amazon had actually substantially revamped uh, the prime cancellation process for some uh, customers ahead uh, of the lawsuit. 
Now, Stefania, the head of the FTC, Lena Khan, has had big tech companies like Amazon in her crosshairs for a while now. The regulator has recently gone after Meta, for example. Is the FTC trying to make a statement with this lawsuit? I mean, it is no doubt that uh, Lena Khan has uh, been described as a big tech critic. She is amongst uh, sort of this new generation of very progressive antitrust officials that have been uh, nominated by Joe Biden uh, as they try to crack down against anti-competitive conduct across the U.S. economy. But all of that to say that, yes, absolutely, I, I think any kind of legal challenge that a key antitrust regulator like the FTC brings against uh, sort of a tech giant like, like Amazon is significant. It definitely is not the first move against Amazon. Even just uh, last month, the uh, company agreed to pay $25 million to settle a lawsuit that was brought by the FTC and the Department of Justice, uh, accusing the company that it was violating children's privacy laws in connection to the Alexa uh, service. Stefania Palma is the FT's U.S. legal and enforcement correspondent. Thanks, Stefania. Thank you. Italy is stripping a Chinese company of its influence in an Italian tire maker. The Chinese company Sinochem owns 37% of Pirelli. It's the largest shareholder. But under a new rule, Sinochem cannot have any role in appointing Pirelli's new CEO. I'm joined now by the FT's Amy Kasman. She's our Rome correspondent. Hi, Amy. Hi. So why did the Italian government decide to do this? What the government cited in its decision to restrict Sinochem's powers in the company was Pirelli's chip technology. Pirelli is looking at embedding high-tech chips that are capable of sending geolocation data, other kinds of information about tire conditions, road conditions, but also the locations of vehicles. And they deemed that this chip technology did have potential strategic uses, that it could be used for AI, that it was collecting a lot of data. And on these grounds, they determined that this technology itself was of strategic value. And that is the reason that they imposed this directive. Now, Pirelli's outgoing CEO, Tronchetti Provera, has been lobbying the Italian government about this issue. Why has he been so adamant about it? Relationships between Tronchetti Provera and his Chinese partners have been deteriorating in recent years. Initially, he was super enthusiastic about selling a stake to the Chinese. But I think that as time went on, as Xi Jinping tightened his control on society, there were allegations that the Chinese Communist Party was exerting ever more influence in the affairs of Pirelli. And I think he gradually just became more and more uncomfortable. Is there a risk that this could sour things between Italy and China? This decision has come at a time when relations between Italy and China are at a very sensitive and delicate point. Italy's Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney is considering withdrawing Italy from Beijing's flagship 
Belt and Road Initiative. Italy signed up to the Belt and Road Initiative several years ago under a previous populist government. Georgia Maloney has said that she feels that it was a mistake. So this decision to restrict Sinochem's shareholder rights in a large Italian company that it bought into eight years ago isn't likely to go down too well in Beijing. That said, Italian officials point out that In fact, Italy could have ordered Sinochem to sell out its shares in Pirelli completely. It did not do that. So the Italians are arguing that this is a measured approach that it's taken to, you know, it's not affecting Sinochem's ability to own a stake in Pirelli, but it is protecting the sensitive strategic technology. Amy Kasman is the FT's Rome correspondent. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. Before we go, UK inflation is stuck. New data out yesterday showed that the rate of inflation in May was 8.7%, which is exactly the same as it was in April. This is the fourth month in a row the figure has been higher than economists predicted. This puts even more pressure on the Bank of England. The central bank is meeting today, and they're expected to raise interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.